Last day of the year and we're sitting here idling, says Dexter. Idle souls suffer hunger and unfamished. I raise my bowed head gently, freeing it as I do from the clutch of my palms, and turn diagonally to my right towards where Dexter is seated. I can barely make him out in the darkened room, illuminated only by the moon's light. Peering through, through the open blind windows, windows, elevated marginally above him, almost halo-like, fixed on the light brown-coloured matte-painted wall, is the large round wrought iron clock that I had purchased in Montmartre many years ago. Pat chose that clock. I remember that moment so well. We had checked out of our hotel and was hurrying to the local metro en route to Charles de Gaulle Airport when she saw it in a bric-a-brac shop window. We fell in love with it instantly with its stout Roman numerals and bought it without bargaining. I check the time on our Parisian memorabilia and note that the two hands are soon to greet the old year out and the new year in. We must have been sitting in this dim-lit dining room for over two hours, with barely a word exchanged between us. Why don't we gate-crash a party, Dexter continues, or do something anything, just so that we can get out of this sombre mood. I'm in no mood for a party, I reply, distracted by the events leading to the acquisition of the timepiece on the wall. Time? Precious time, gracing us with its present. Only what, what I, I would give, give for those hands to rebel against their natural order. Take me back in time, and I would turn a different corner, take a different road, and navigate a different route. It's true. I have no appetite for noise and people tonight, no matter what the occasion. I still find it hard to believe that so much was made from... Where did it all go wrong for us? I resent the us as if our causes are in any way connected. They're not. However, now is not the time to be casting stones. And even if the causes are mismatched by their origins, the effects are matched by their consequences. So who am I to pass judgment? I don't know, I reply. But there's one lesson I've learned this year. Is that anything that seems harmless can soon become harmful and dangerous from the tiniest of acorns. It was like a journey, a course of which we already knew. We knew the stops at which we should have alighted, and yet we stayed deep-seated, deep-rooted, in the false hope of its destination of a fair. It's irrational. It made no, no sense. sense. You have a point, adds Dexter. He says more. I hear him speak, but not what he says. I can hear the party revelers warming their vocal cords against the chill of old years' night. It's, it's been, been a, a good, good year, year for them. them. They're happy. They're happy. They should be. They should be. We all should be. We all should be. It's New Year's Eve. It's New, happy New Year's Year. Eve. Their joy is met with my sorrow. Our sorrow. Our party of two is more solemn. No cuckoos, no lalas. No song. Just us. Tonight I need tranquility, peace and quiet. Not noise. I need to hear myself think. Soul search. And that can't be done surrounded by a crowd unleashed to celebrate this of all festive seasons. There's nothing festive for me to celebrate. Nothing. I, I have, have nothing. nothing. I suppose it all started to go wrong from when we were invited to Yvonne's party, I say, returning to Dexter's earlier problem. Mind you, I say that, but the seed may even have been sowed somewhere deep inside me yeah, from, from the, the time, time of my, my mother's mother death. Her death has always had a profound effect on me. And you know what? Dexter doesn't answer. I made a vow at her funeral. If only I'd have kept to that vow, Lord knows how things might have turned out. But I will never know, and that hurts. Hurts bad. I search for answers, but find nothing. Empty. I can't sleep. 
I'm tormented, confused, and the truth be known, I'm scared. The truth is, interrupts Dexter, we both messed it up. We messed up big time. He's right. It was us, not them. We did it. We are solely to blame. We had it too good for too long, so we meddled with our everyday and unremarkable in exchange for the different, that disharmony and irregular brain. Never, Never true, true words, words spoken, spoken, I reply. Never true words. A modern day relationship intrigue with the character's colourful attributes and shortcomings equally highlighted to such a vivid extent that the outcome of the fate of each character urges ardent pursuance. Human and emotional descriptions are very strong and are the essence of the author's portrayal, thus creating an emotional involvement for the reader. The fictional, fascinating situations can freely be likened to everyday happenings in our present time, where the most favoured as well as the most hated characters prove an addiction right to the ultimate end. <laughs>